iTunes presents Meet the Filmmaker at the Apple Store. down they didn't know whose side he was on c'est tout ouais c'est dans lieu sûr c'est qui lui parce que je suis flic oh ça va oh. je suis flic mais je fais du business j'aimerais récupérer le sac c'est quoi ce bordel ouais thomas when they took his son he became a desperate father and when his partners double crossed him bon ben vous le retrouvez et vous le lâchez plus they turned him into a dangerous man Let's welcome to the stage our guest moderator, Boyd Van Hoy, and filmmaker, Frederick Jarda. Hello, Hi, everyone. Frederick, <laughs> um, welcome to New York and um, to the Starbucks Film Festival and the Apple Store and IndieWire Meet the Filmmaker Talk. Um, the film is already out. On DVD, uh, on VOD, sorry, here and available on iTunes. I don't know if any of you have seen it that way or if you've seen it um, in the theater. But just in case um, you haven't seen it, could we start very briefly with a description of what the movie is about? I'm sorry for my English because it's not so good. So I'm going to speak in English and sometimes in French and it's going to translate for you, I hope. Yes. Because he <laughs> speaks French. Um, it's, about, um, uh, it's about a father. It's, it, je, je parle en français au début, pardon. Okay. En fait, c'est l'histoire d'un flic euh, corrompu euh, qui a dérobé de la drogue à des truands et euh, qui se retrouve dans, dans, dans un engrenage infernal et son fils a été kidnappé par ces truands. Ok, let me just translate that. Yeah, it's about a corrupt cop um, who, whose son has been kidnapped because of a drug deal that's gone wrong. Et, 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 et euh, son fils était kidnappé dans une immense boîte de nuit par, des, par les propriétaires mafieux de cette boîte de nuit et il part à la recherche de son fils en une nuit dans cette immense boîte de nuit. Donc tout est, ou basically, tout le film est fait dans un nightclub et le son est en fait dans ce nightclub, qui est plus un complexe d'entertainment, il y a un restaurant, il y a des bars, il y a beaucoup de différentes choses. He basically has the cop, the corrupt cop, has to go into the nightclub, find his son. C'est donc une sorte de huis clos en temps réel, 
unité de temps, de lieu et d'action, comme dans une tragédie, à la recherche de son fils. Yeah, so, you know, it's we're respecting the Aristotelian um, unities of time, place. Um, mm. It all happens, yeah, it all happens inside, really. There's not a lot that happens outside. Most of it happens indoors. All the action is inside the discotheque during yeah. the night. Yes. Except for the very beginning, there's a car Except chase. Except at the very beginning and at the very end of the film. Okay. Um, let's talk a little bit about, in the writing stage, how, what were you thinking of doing? What are you, were you trying to... At the very beginning, je voulais surtout euh, écrire un film sur un père et un fils, parler de la paternité, mais pas dans un, comme on fait souvent en France, à travers un, un drame psychologique, à travers un film d'action, très en mouvement, parler de la filiation, mais en mouvement. Um, so he wanted to make a film about um, a father-son relationship, about a paternal relationship, but um, he did not want to make a social drama, he wanted to make an action film, it had to be something that was constantly moving, um, and that is definitely the case in this film. Um, so you did not write a film alone, I think Nicolas Sadar co-wrote it with you, and there's, is there another screenwriter? I don't remember. There's also another guy, Olivier Douillet, we were yeah. free. So, can you talk a little bit about, I mean, what was the starting point for you three? I mean, how did that whole thing come together? En fait, il y avait l'envie d'écrire un thriller au tout début, et puis ensuite cette idée de paternité que je voulais traiter, et puis l'idée de, de, comme dans une tragédie, de faire, comme je le disais tout à l'heure, une idée de temps, de lieu et d'action. Il y avait ces éléments-là qui nous intéressaient à traiter. Et en même temps, l'obsession de tourner dans une boîte de nuit, qui est un mini-monde fascinant. Parce qu'il y a tout, on a tout, la, tout sous la main. Il y a tout. Le mélange des gens, les milieux sociaux, la violence, le divertissement. Et, euh, et puis c'est un défi technique aussi. La, la foule, les gens qui s'amusent, c'est aussi un personnage dans le film. Ok, donc, oui, il voulait basically faire une tragédie tragédie qui était très moving et en situant la histoire dans un nightclub, il pouvait mettre ça contre le backdrop de people that were having fun, but at the same time, there's always this threat of violence um, that is hovering over everyone. Um, so you've got this nice contrast going. Um, so let's talk a little bit, if you've written this with three people, I mean, was one person writing the dialogues, another one was writing the action, how, how does that work? No, we are sharing, we are writing all together, like a team. Mm -hmm. We are, um, um, à égalité complètement. Uh, C'est un travail uh, d'équipe. Okay, yeah, like teamwork. Oui, yes, yeah. Really. And, and is there a special way that you find, I mean, how do you write action scenes? Because obviously there's not a lot of dialogue except for ow, ouch, you know. <laughs> That's true, there's a lot of action scenes and they're very, um, um, I wrote them with all the details. Mm -hmm. It was very precise in the way it is written. But is it... And I wanted all the fights, I wanted the something very realistic, not over the top, you know, very realistic, and uh, um, quelque chose de, de crasseux, avec du sang, avec de la sueur, enfin quelque chose, voilà, c'était vraiment, donc c'est très écrit tout ça, en fait. Yeah, no, it had to be very realistic, so you had to see the sweat, the blood, um, it had to be a real fight, I mean, you had to be able to believe it. it, it because the, the film is a kind of a, a physical trip, we are in the skin of Vincent, the father, Mm -hmm. All night long. I wanted to be. I want the audience to be in the in the in his skin, de vivre exactement ce qu'il vit tout le temps. En fait, le film est une sorte de trip physique, voilà. So it's yeah, it's like a physical trip. That, I mean, you're taken along for the ride with the father. The idea is that you identify with the father and with the problem that he has. I mean, the fact that he wants to have his son back at all costs. Et, et on le suit toute cette nuit-là. Il est pris dans un étau infernal entre des gangsters, les mafieux, 
et, et cette boîte de nuit qui est une sorte de labyrinthe géant. Et son fils est caché quelque part et doit le trouver. C'est comme un jeu de piste. Ok, donc c'est basically like a sort of yeah game. I mean, he knows that his son is somewhere in the building, but he doesn't know where. And obviously, the bad guys they want to have their drugs back, and at a certain point, that gets lost too. So, donc, donc il doit improviser, inventer tout le temps, euh, manipuler les gens, et, et, et c'est un peu le metteur en scène du film en fait qu'on suit. C'est lui. Yeah, qui... he's, he's he's like a director in the sense that he is constantly. Um, he has to be very creative. He has to he has to manipulate people. He has to il doit aller sur un limbe et trouver des choses tout le temps pour rester en tête de tout le monde. Voilà. Ok. Donc, ce que je veux parler, c'est. Oh, peut-être quelque chose que nous devons mentionner first c'est que um, l'acteur qui joue um, le père de Tomer Sisley, il fait tous ses propres stunts. Which, oui, je ne sais pas comment il le fait. Il est très famous en France pour les Largo Winch films. Oui, il est très populaire en France. Oui, qui sont des films de majeurs d'action. C'était le, le, le brun, là, un peu frisé. Surtout les deux bruns, mais il faut peut-être dire que c'était le, le, mm-hmm. le gars un peu euh, ethnique. Oui, c'était le gars qui a une complexion plus complexe. Il est le père. Et l'autre, vous voulez dire Le dernier est un bon acteur. Julien Boisselier, il a joué un cop. Is against him in the in the film. So there there's two cops because the father is also a cop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, lots of double crosses going on here. Mm. Um, but let's talk a little bit about. I mean, how do you how do you come up with this? I mean, you 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 start with the idea. Okay, there's a fight in the kitchen. Fine. <laughs> Then what? En fait, ce que je voulais, je, pardon de parler en français, mais, mais ce que je voulais, c'est une bagarre. Enfin, il y a beaucoup de bagarres dans le film, mais mais à chaque fois, c'était des bagarres. Euh, euh, là, je voulais que, ces deux, que les deux personnages s'affrontent comme des chiens et qu'ils ne se lâchent jamais, quoi, que ça n'en finisse pas. Et qu'on se dise presque à un moment donné qu'il y ait, je dirais pas un côté comique, mais qu'on ait envie, que les gens sourient à un moment donné. Ça, encore, again, again, again. C'est vraiment deux chiens qui ne se lâchent pas. Il y en a un qui doit sauver son fils et l'autre qui, si, s'il ne va pas, s'il n'arrive pas à gagner, il finit en tôle. Donc il y a deux enjeux de la maximum, mm-hmm. ils sont au maximum des enjeux. Mais c'était surtout l'idée de deux chiens qui ne se lâchent pas, et de faire une bagarre qui n'en finisse pas, et que les gens soient épuisés en la regardant. Ok, um, he, he wanted the scene to be exhausting for the viewer. Um, and basically it, what he's saying is that both characters in this particular scene they're like two dogs that are fighting each other and that, that do not want to let go because for both of them i mean there's something very big going on i mean one wants to save his son at all costs so i mean he he has to fight to the death and the, and the cop if he's if he does not win this fight he will end up in jail so both of them are really you know basically biting into each other um going after each other and um what you're saying is Yeah, there's, there comes a point where you, you feel like the audience almost feels as if it's too much. It's going on and on and on. That's what the intention behind the scene was. Mm. Um, so when you shoot something like this, I mean, is there like, I, I mean, bo- are both doing are both doing the the stunts? Was it Julien as well? In the Tomasisle does everything by uh-huh. himself. No, the other one. Julien had a stunt double. Yes, okay. Yes. Um, but on set, practically, I mean, how does that work? Is there a storyboard? How do you en, en fait, on, 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 c'est assez compliqué parce qu'au début, c'est écrit précisément dans le scénario, mm-hmm. mais après, on chorégraphie ça avec un, un, un régleur de cascade mm-hmm. euh, euh, sur les lieux. 
pour rajouter tous les éléments qui n'étaient pas dans le scénario, comme par exemple les, les tiroirs. Là, de jouer mm -hmm. avec les tiroirs, ça, c'est rajouté en travaillant avec les acteurs et le régleur de cascade. Et euh, utiliser le balai, utiliser tous les, les, tous les éléments qu'il y a dans la cuisine, en fait. Okay, so um, basically the action scenes are very written, but then obviously once you're on set, they're working with the um, stunt coordinator and the fight coordinator um, who help fill in the details. And in this, in this particular scene, details were uh, the fact that they're opening the doors, um, that they're using the broomstick um, to go after each other. Mm -hmm. um, so let's, let's talk a bit about, I mean, we already talked a little bit about Tomer. Let's talk about the casting in general. I mean, how do you cast this thing? Because obviously you want to have actors that are believable in such physical roles. Um, I chose him because he's very, um, it's a new face in France. I wanted a new face. And he's also, he's extremely physical, as you can see, but he's also, he's um, very, um, very fragile in the same time. And I wanted a guy very fragile, physical and fragile. Mm -hmm. not, he's not a superhero in the film. He's, a, he's a, quite a normal guy. And he can also dégage c'est un acteur qui a quelque chose qui dégage de l'émotion, qui peut être très émouvant dans l'action, pendant qu'il court, pendant qu'il fait des choses finalement, de tomber par terre, courir, tout ça. C'est un acteur qui a cette capacité d'émotion et c'est intéressant. Sans ça, ça, ça serait juste de l'action, de l'action, de l'action, ça n'aurait pas d'intérêt. S'il n'y avait pas derrière tout ça, quelque chose d'extrêmement euh, bouleversant, enfin d'émotion. Voilà. Yeah, he, he was looking for an actor who could not only do all the physical things, but who could actually really act and who could convey emotions. Um, even while fighting or while running. Um, he's saying, I mean, I'm I think you're suggesting a lot of actors, once they, they go into the physical mode, I mean, their expression is sort of gone. They become like acting robots, I guess. <laughs> um, which obviously is not the case with um, Tomer. Um, very impressive performance in this film. Um, what is the toughest um, challenge for you on the set with such fight, big fight scenes as this one? Le, le, je, le plus gros challenge, en fait, c'était de tourner très très vite parce que j'avais pas beaucoup d'argent et mm -hmm. j'avais très peu de temps et j'ai dû faire toute cette bagarre qui dure 4 minutes en, en, en deux jours de tournage. Donc ça, c'est le plus, c'est le défi, quoi, maximum. C'est le temps de se battre contre le temps, d'aller vite. Euh, j'avais une équipe formidable, mais, mais, mais et puis les acteurs, c'est un engagement physique euh, démentiel. Et puis de jouer aussi le, le, le ils sont essoufflés, la fatigue, tout ça c'est joué parce qu'à chaque fois c'est des tout petits bouts, c'est des tout petits, c'est des plans à chaque fois. Mm -hmm. On s'arrête, on reprend, on recommence, on avance dans la bagarre. C'est des tout petits bouts. Donc ils doivent jouer vraiment la fatigue, l'épuisement. Um, basically saying there's two things that were very big challenges. One um, being the fact that the actors they have to play that they're tired, but it's in very small bits because it's it's broken up into very small takes. And the other one is simply one of time because. He did not have a lot of time in the film because the budget was reduced, so um, it was more fighting, yeah, racing against the clock uh, more than anything else. Mm. Um, yeah, we, let's open this up to... Is there something you want to add? No, no. no. Um, let's open this up to the audience and see if you have any questions. Bonjour. Bonjour. Est-ce que vous avez écrit les films plus pour un marché américain euh, qu'en français, et si ça c'est le cas, est-ce que um, ça se voit ou ça a changé les films tu veux traduire que... J'ai pas trop compris la question en fait. Elle, elle a demandé si c'était pour le, si j'avais écrit pour le marché américain, pas du tout. Ah c'est ça, ok. Um, no, the question is, um, did you write this, the film with the American market in mind Not, not at all. It's really for the, at the beginning it was really for the European audience and 
Je n'étais pas du tout inspiré. J'adore le cinéma américain, mais même pas ma source d'inspiration vient plus du cinéma euh, sud-coréen. Le film noir sud-coréen en ce moment est, est incroyablement inventif, avec des mecs comme Bon Juno qui avait fait Memories of Murder ou The Chaser, des films comme ça. Yeah, it's more inspired by by South Korean cinema actually, you're saying at the moment, and all the action films coming out of there rather than American cinema. It's not really a big reference for him. C'était vraiment. Mais après, ce qui est formidable, c'est que le film sort ici et, et, et que hier la projection s'est très bien passée avec le public new-yorkais et ça c'est génial. Ou à Toronto, au Canada, ou au Texas, à Austin. Uh, but he's very happy with the way that um, the North American audience has been responding. They seem to be really into it. So. Mais il n'y avait pas d'intention d'attaquer de, de, le, le marché américain avec ce film au départ. Yeah, but he's, he was not looking to break into the American market. That was not the idea at all. Okay. And a question all the way in the back there. Just wait for the, Just wait a second for the microphone. Um, I wanted to know a little bit about the financing of the film and if there was anything that was a huge challenge financially when you started developing it. The, the, the main challenge is um, when I wrote uh, when I wrote the script. Uh, 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 J'ai écrit quelque chose de très. En fait, c'était très simple. C'est une nuit dans une discothèque, donc un seul décor pour des mm -hmm. raisons économiques. Okay. He, I mean, the reason that everything is happening inside this nightclub because he thought when he was writing it, it's just one place, one. So you know, we don't need 10 million locations. Mais le paradoxe de tout ça, le paradoxe, c'est que c'est une coproduction française, belge, belge et luxembourgeoise. But the paradox is that it's a, it's a three-way co-production between France, Luxembourg, and Belgium. Et, et la grande discothèque et le personnage principal aussi du film euh, n'existe pas. Et en fait, euh, c'est sur trois pays parce que la coproduction m'obligeait à tourner sur les trois trois territoires. Donc, à des moments, il donne un coup de poing en France, il tombe en Belgique, et il se relève au Luxembourg. <laughs> So um, basically, uh, the, this actual entertainment complex that you see in the film does not exist at all because a little bit of it exists in Belgium in a place and then another part actually exists in Luxembourg and another part in France. So it's made up together. So yeah, I imagine in terms of continuity, it must, be, must have been a nightmare. Exactly. The continuity was extremely complicated. But, but mais il fallait trouver... L'obligation, c'était de tourner sur ces trois pays pour avoir l'argent de ces trois pays. Yeah, I mean, if you if you do European co-production, you're obliged to shoot a certain number of days on each territory to qualify for the tax rebates. So that's why it was set up this way. Et pour schématiser, chaque pays a donné un million d'euros pour schématiser. Um, yeah, so roughly. Donc, a coûté millions d'euros. Yeah, he's saying roughly each of the three countries put in about a million euros. So the whole movie costs about three million euros, which I guess is about four million dollars. Hmm. Okay. Great. We have a crush, uh, question over here to the right. Yep. Hi, um, so I have maybe two questions. First of all, is have you watched 24 and uh, Die Hard? Because there was a reference in that trailer. Um, did you watch that? And if you did, was there influence from that those movie? The second question was like, how do you differentiate from one action movie from the other action movie? Because there's so many have been made like in the same kind of theme, like where some kind of drug deal happening and um, you know things are falling apart. Like, how do you stand out from uh, from the other movies? What's the inspiration or motivation usually? Uh, I've seen Die Hard, of course, but in 24 hours, yes, the season four or five, I remember. But mm -hmm. as I said, uh, my inspiration is not is not coming from. Sassidic, it's critics, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, they see they see different things. Oui, après c'est des choses, des arguments commerciaux, toujours un peu caricaturaux, et mais mais 
Bon, ce n'est pas désagréable parce que c'est des bonnes références, mais comme je le disais... mais Mais l'inspiration, c'est à la fois le film noir, euh, le film noir français, il y a une vieille tradition du film noir et du thriller français, et aussi euh, le thriller, euh, particulièrement depuis 5 ans, 5-6 ans, euh, sud-coréen. Voilà, oui, comme je l'ai dit avant, c'est mainly sud-coréen, uh, thrillers et action films, as well the classical film noir from France, um, that were his main influences. Um, and your second question was what? <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, if, so how do you differentiate from those movies than your movie? Like how do you stand out from the other action movies? Je, mon souci, c'était comme le film est un trip physique et qu'on est pendant tout, tout le film avec ce personnage, avec Vincent, l'idée, je, je pense que c'était dans l'action et dans les combats et dans la, la violence, c'était d'être extraordinairement réaliste et rigoureux tout le temps et d'être touché à chaque fois, d'être vraiment avec lui. Sans ça, ça n'a pas d'intérêt. Voilà. Um, the way he tried to make it a very individual story is by really staying very close to the, to the character of the father and then to make everything that happens to him as realistic as possible so that you would really go onto the trip with him. I mean, you would be on that roller coaster with him and then, you, yeah, you would be touched et que le spectateur en voyant le film ne se dit pas ah oui mais alors là bon alors le revolver mais non c'est pas comme ça parce que les gens sont très très le public voit tout aujourd'hui comprend tout et, 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 et je voulais que tout soit d'un réalisme voilà que, que les personnes que personne ne dise ah oui mais tu vois ce que je veux dire um, yeah he's basically saying that I mean audiences now are very savvy because they have access to so many movies but um, so yeah it was very important for everything to be so realistic that people would forget that it was actually a movie You know, that was the main idea behind it. Um, is there one last question? Yeah. Hi. Uh, Hi. So you've acted in movies and you've also directed movies. I want to know, do you feel that like you're a better director because you've been an actor? How do you deal with your actors on set? He was not an actor. I detested being an actor. But I love actors. He loves actors, but he would not like to be an actor. That's my job at all. But I adore the actors, and in this film, what I wanted, in fact, for the American public, it's abstract, but what I wanted was to mélange the families of actors français. In France, it's very clinical, the actors are acteurs jouent. Là, en fait, chaque acteur vient d'une famille, d'une école d'acteurs très différente, and c'est ça qui m'intéressait. Parce que le film, c'est ça, cette immense discothèque, c'est un mélange de gens incroyables, et je voulais ça, voilà. Um, what he's saying is that what he tried to do with the casting of the different actors, and I mean, he admits this must be something very abstract for American audiences, um, is that he tried to choose actors that come from different schools of acting, um, both in terms of style, but also really in terms of acting schools in France. Because um, French actors tend to be very cliquey, and they tend to, you, you tend to see the same actors to turning up together in different movies. And he really tried to break through that and do something different and um, put together different people. Just like in a nightclub, all these different people come together from different backgrounds to, to have a good time. So that's the idea behind that. Okay, yeah? Um, petite question technique. Je sais que le film a été filmé en numérique avec des caméras, de petites caméras, des caméras qui ne sont pas faites pour, uh, pour le cinéma avec un directeur de la photographie, avec un background très important. Est-ce que vous pouvez plus ou moins raconter comment l'effet de tourner avec des caméras euh, non faites pour les films a influencé s'il y a eu des défis techniques euh, que vous avez Yeah, I'll just briefly translate that. It's a, it's a technical question. Um, the movie was shot on 
um, hybrid photo video. I think it's Canon that you that Avec you an appareil right? photo. Avec yeah. des appareils photos. Yeah, it's Canon 5D. Yeah, it's the it's a digital um, Canon camera, the 5D that they used. Um, with a very famous DP. We did not talk about this at all. Uh, yes. Uh, Tom Stern, who, Tom who, sh who shoots all of uh, Clint Eastwood's movies. And he, yeah, who was nominated for an Oscar for The Changeling, I think. Um, so you, could you talk a little bit about um, this technical challenge with these small cameras, shooting with these small photo cameras? C'est vrai que j'avais besoin de, 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 de toutes petites caméras pour, pour me faufiler dans la foule et, et, et dans ce lieu, dans ces décors qui étaient très petits, très étroits, toujours, parce que le film est très claustrophobique. Et euh, le chef opérateur, Tom Stern, m'a dit, ben, on va faire du numérique. Bon, ben, le mieux, c'est de travailler avec ces appareils photo. C'est un peu expérimental, mais ça permet d'en avoir plusieurs sur le plateau. Trois, quatre, cinq, parfois, cinq caméras. C'est moins encombrant qu'une caméra 35 mm. Voilà. Um, it was actually a big advantage, because since we were go, you know, going through the crowds and... Um We, it, was very, it was very good to have these very small cameras, and another good thing is that they're not that expensive, so you could have four or five cameras at the same time on set. Um, so that was a big advantage. And um, Tom decided, I think, this, to Je use these... Ça vraiment d'être dans un truc expérimental yeah, avec des appareils was, photo. It was an experiment for him as well to see how, how this would... Because, I mean, this has not been done that often before. Um, uh, avec, ce que, avec ça. Yeah, with that it was shot with that camera. That, um. <laughs> but, but visually, it's really like a 35mm film. I mean, when you see the film in a cinema, on the screen, there's no difference. But there's a lot of work of post-production after the etalonage. Yeah, there, there's a lot of work in post-production to make it look good on the big screen. But if any of you have seen it here at the festival, I mean, it looks great on the big screen. But it was shot with all these tiny ca cameras. But what does it mean that anyone can do cinema with... Avec ça aujourd'hui, quoi. C'est ça qui est excitant aussi. Um, it's just, it's basically, it's very exciting because that means that really anyone with a photo camera can make a movie. So that's a very positive thing. Il faut écrire un bon scénario aussi. Yeah, but you have to you have to have a good script. You think? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is there? There's one question at the at the very front here. Hello, nice to meet you. I'm uh, nice Just to meet you. wait a second for the microphone. This is going to be our last question here. Hello, nice to meet you. I'm Crosdale again. Um, I would like to know, how do you feel about the use of French dialect? Do you feel that it was changed when it was translated in English? C'est-à-dire que tout est assez simplifié dans le sous-titre, parce que parfois c'est assez bavard, parfois un peu, enfin, je pense assez drôle à des moments, et c'est pas toujours, c'est simplifié, donc on n'a pas exactement le, le rendu exact. Enfin, voilà. Um, it, it, he's saying it's a bit simplified compared to, to the French version because the film can be quite talky. So, I mean, I, I'm guessing it's a space mais, issue mais as well. Bien, ça a été, ça a été traduit par un, un, un garçon qui fait ça très bien et qui But a he's very happy with C'est du bon boulot quand même. Yeah. No, he said, I mean, some of it's the jokes job. maybe, you know, don't completely, you cannot completely You know, translate them, Mais c'est vrai que quand un acteur dit, dit, dit trois phrases, c'est cinq mots. When, yeah, when he says when an actor says three sentences, you know, what, what will end up in the English version is five words on, on et, the bottom of the screen. Et, et so. je sais que le public américain n'aime pas du tout les sous-titres. The, the American audiences don't tend to like subtitles. So. Mais, mais en France, on adore ça. On adore les films américains avec des sous-titres. But in France, we have American movies with subtitles, so for us it's normal. <laughs> Pour entendre les vraies voix des acteurs, the real voice of the actors, the real actors. It's it's always better, isn't it? Of course. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Frédéric, and um, thank you guys for coming out. Thank you. Um,
just one last thing. If you haven't seen the movie yet, it's on iTunes. So go for it. So guys, again, let's give a, let's give a really big round of applause for our guests up here.